This is Rewired Radio with Erica Spiegelman, addiction and wellness specialist, motivational speaker, and author, helping individuals, couples, and families regain a sense of control, leading to personal growth, wellness, and a more fulfilling life. Here's Erica Spiegelman. Welcome, everyone. I'm so happy to have you all with us today. Um, We're going to talk about something very important that millions of adults experience um, in some form of chronic pain throughout their lives. Chronic pain can be physically, mentally, and emotionally exhausting and isolating. Um, Our guest today, the wonderful Sarah Ann Shockley, has joined the ranks of chronic pain sufferers after a work-related injury happened to her in 2007. She's here to share her story and explain what inspired her to write her book, The Pain Companion, which she hopes can serve and guide others who are on the journey of learning how to live with chronic pain. Sarah, welcome to the show. So happy to have you with us today. Uh, Hi, Erica. Thank you so much. I'm really delighted to be here. Yes. So, you know, I, you, I work in this, um, the field of recovery, health and wellness, and um, I do these self-care workshops. And it's amazing to me that, that so many people that I wind up talking to get into kind of bad habits and um, start using substances as band-aids because of chronic pain. Um, so I, yeah. this, is, this is such an important subject matter. I know and, and for so many people, uh, for every demographic, no matter what age you're at, no matter, you know, where you live in this country, it's something that affects us all. So let's talk a little bit about your um, personal experience with uh, TOS and what that is. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'd be happy to. So in the fall of 2007, I contracted TOS, which is thoracic outlet syndrome. It's a collapse between the clavicles, the, the collarbones, and the first mm-hmm. rib, so it's a structural collapse. Oh. I got it from, um, this is going to be scary for people, but I got it from computer use. So, really? Um, wow. Yeah. From, I'm, I'm almost six feet tall, and I, I was working on a laptop computer, but a mini with a mini-sized keyboard. So it's very mm-hmm. non-ergonomic. And I was working many hours a day on it. So... Um, just a sort of a word of caution to, for people to get up and stretch and take care of yourselves mm-hmm. when you're working in front of computers and, um, and not to use tiny keyboards. But <laughs> what happened is over time that, uh, you know, seriously, it's become yeah. a more and more of a problem. Um, a lot of people haven't heard of TOS, but it is becoming more prevalent because of our computer use and our way of using mm-hmm. screens. It's because we're collapsing the top part of our body. You're probably pretty familiar with when people let that, uh, yeah. upper part near the them collapse in, that can over time kind of almost permanently collapse. It just doesn't uncollapse. And yeah. what happens is there's that area between the, the, the collarbones and the first rib. There's a nerve ganglia. There's um, major scaling muscle from the neck goes through there, arteries and veins. So there's a lot of things moving through there. They get crunched and, and squeezed. And that creates a lot of nerve pain and it's swelling and the and it everything you do with your arms exacerbates it so it's very hard to heal it because mm-hmm. you can't not use your arms ever usually you know it's right, like you got to right. do something so it's really really hard to heal so so um it's very debilitating and it and it uh it affects it's painful but it also affects the use of the arms and hands so that's what started me on this journey um and nothing really helped me uh because i yeah. had um COS in a very extreme way. I had it on both sides of my body, which is unusual, oh, and I wow. had it on a mm-hmm. number of different levels, which is also very unusual. So, so I was kind of stuck with, what do I do? 
And, um, you know, yeah. And I know a lot of people are in a similar position as in things aren't working for them and they're kind of stuck with their painful condition. And how do you live with that? Mm -hmm. How do you work with that? Yeah. And you had talked about medications and yeah. Oh, please go ahead. Oh oh, no, go go on. Yeah, no, I was going to get into like the solutions. I mean, I I know people always, you know, at least in my world, at least talk about, you know, nutrition and food and medications and supplements. And I mean, obviously Western medicine, but there's probably a bunch of Eastern uh, medicine too that could possibly help. I mean, it's just so much. I'm, I'm sure people are um, hearing or seeking and, you know, there's a lot of information out there and it's kind of hard because we don't know how to decipher what works, what doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes for many of us that have been in pain for, for years and years and years, we've kind of tried, you know, but just about everything out there and, and as much as we can, there's also the other side of that with when you're in a lot of pain and you're being disabled by your pain, you don't necessarily have a lot of money to go out and try everything either. So and right. the insurance mm-hmm. doesn't only covers Western medicine. So you've got this kind of difficulty there too. Um, a lot of people ask, totally. oh, did you try this? Did you try that? Well, yeah. you know, I didn't yeah. have the money to go out and try everything. But right. I also discovered what I did do. And a lot of people were really generous to say, oh, let me give you a free session with what whatever this is. But for me, right. what I found is that it, the physical way of trying to work with it didn't work for me. Doing something from mm-hmm. the outside to my body wasn't helpful. Interesting. So right. I had to go inward. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and a lot mm-hmm. of people find that the treatments aren't helping. And, and we feel very bad about that. We kind of blame ourselves and people get a little tired of us being in pain. You know, you aren't trying hard enough. We get a lot of sense of that we're not doing the right thing, just try another yeah. thing, do this other thing right. over here. You know, that there we have this idea there has to be a physical solution to physical pain somewhere. No. Right. And we wish there were. I hope there is. But so far we haven't found them, you know, for for a lot of people haven't found that. Mm-hmm. So how mm-hmm. do you carry on? You know, how how do you deal with that? That's really what I talk about and write about. And I, I write about what comes up for people emotionally when we're living with pain and we can't get out. And we've done everything. We're, we're being the good patient. We've taken the medication. Yeah. We've tried the treatments. And, you know, how do you get through that? And, and it is really lonely. It's very isolating. There's a lot of guilt and shame around it. There's anger. Mm-hmm. There's terror. There's a lot of fear. I mean, just the, the gamut of emotions can come up and all in one day. I mean, you know, when I'm you're in sure. a lot of pain, a lot of things come up for you. Yeah. And I, you, you were mentioning earlier about using or misusing medications, and mm-hmm. that's an important thing to talk about. Yeah. Um, for me, um, pharmaceuticals didn't work really well. I was given some nerve pain relievers, and I'm not big mm-hmm. on using them anyway. It's not where I would tend to go first. But I had to prove that I was trying to heal somehow taking medications proved yeah. to somebody the disability system that you're, right. you're you're doing the right you're trying to do the thing but they right, actually exactly. didn't help they they gave me really really terrible side effects um so i stopped those quickly but we do but they're have horribly a, a, addictive a just just so people know yeah they, they, yes yes they yes, can be horribly yes, addictive be and so addictive. just to be be careful yes. and and for people to be mindful of what they're taking and ask absolutely. questions absolutely educate themselves so really, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's yeah. important to know. Sometimes we just take whatever the doctor prescribes, and it's really important to discover. You know, this is opioid. This is this is going to hook right. us on. You know, if we take it right. for too long. So yeah, and that's not always explained to us when we when we're given it. It's just here's no. the prescription. So yeah, most you're of the time, right? So yeah, most of the time, exactly. Yeah. Do you feel like there was a lot of um, stigma, like just even personally in your personal or interpersonal relationships, that like people are, um, you know, not that they don't believe you, but they also don't understand 
understand or they can't relate to um, the severity of the pain or the fact that it's chronic, meaning like it's not going away, you know, and and I think there's a little bit of like, I guess what you said, you learn a lot about yourself. Like you, you, I think I would learn a little bit about my own belief system about my own self care. And can I allow, you know, can I allow myself to stick to my truth and not feel bad about it and not feel the shame Mm -hmm. about it? Mm -hmm. Because I, you know, I can't control it and to let go of those kinds of things. I think that would be really insightful about what would come up. Yeah. Yeah. No, everything you're saying is really important and really true. Um, yeah. When we're in pain, we're kind of in our own world with it. We're, we're in the pain and nobody else is in there with us. And that makes it really lonely. It makes it feel very isolated. But it also makes us feel like nobody really understands what we're going through. And the truth right. is, honestly, a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. You, until I'd been in chronic pain, I had no clue. It's almost like, you know, before you have a kid, you don't know what it's like to be a parent. You don't, it's just, yeah. it's a different world you live in. Right, right. And it's a different way of, of you know, you're having different things go on and people that haven't had that experience can't really understand. And there mm-hmm. is this belief in our culture that there should be an answer, like an instant answer. There should be a pill. There should be a treatment. And so, therefore, you shouldn't be in pain very long. We have this mm-hmm. belief that we, we that somehow the medical system know, has the answers, so it should work. And if it doesn't work for you, it's your fault. It is, mm-hmm. it's, it's, sometimes it's, that's very subtle, but sometimes it's very overtly stated. Uh, people mm-hmm. that have been in pain a long time get a lot of you're not trying hard enough. You must want more attention. You, you know, a lot of negative, and we're already dealing with the difficulties right. of just being in pain. Of course. So yeah, we we do face a lot of disbelief. Um, how can you be in pain that long? You know, how can you have been in pain for ten years, like every single day for everything? <laughs> yeah. Well, guess yeah. what? It happens, right. and right. nobody wants it to be that way. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so there's that need to understand that it's possible for people to be in pain for a long time and to understand how difficult it is and how exhausting it is for people. So to kind of have a bit of compassion around that. And it's not their fault. It's not that they're not trying hard enough. Yeah. Right. And and so so for, you know, people that have had any kind of chronic pain or pain in general that that is like reoccurring, um, you know, I've had my own father had back, you know, threw his back out years ago, I remember. And it's just been something that mm. has come and go for years that, you know, you, it's like this yeah. subtle kind of, uh, you know, a, a subtle friend that comes in and goes that's, that you're really not yes. happy to see. <laughs> yeah. um, but I know, yes, you know, exactly. so many people that, you know, do, do, they get these flare ups or they get back, you know, like back pain comes yeah. again and, and they just re- re- reliant on an old prescription bottle that's sitting sometimes in their drawer and they don't really see out, like you said, too, um, the mental, emotional, spiritual, like issues that are going on as well. And how like sometimes if we can, if we could form a like a meditation practice or start to understand like how to have mindfulness practices, maybe these symptoms would go away or maybe there would be, Mm -hmm. if you were more proactive versus reactive. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about is that it's just, I, I see a lot of people that react to things once they're in pain versus how can we lead and I know we're talking about chronic pain, so it's different, but how can we help ourselves lead a more proactive lifestyle even amongst even amongst chronic pain? Yeah, and that's a really tricky thing to work with because we can, we think of our of proactive as translating into I'm going to fight this thing, I'm going to get through it, I'm going to get over it. And that oh, actually no. yeah. is counterproductive in a lot of ways. Right. Yeah, so we kind of tend to translate that thought of um, how can I get through this as how can I fight it, how can I beat it. When in fact, um, I have found, and, and many people have found, that 
one of the ways we can begin working with pain is to work yeah. with it, like mm-hmm. literally begin to see it. Not, you know, it's a little hard to see it as a friend and mm-hmm. it doesn't feel very friendly at all. It's like right. an invasion, <laughs> but if we say, yeah. hey, you know, hey, there's a reason for this. And, right, and not right. a reason like I, I made a mistake and I'm a terrible person, not that kind of reason, but this is no. a signal. This is something to trying to get me. my attention. I can mm-hmm. take drugs and I can just silence it. Or I can use them judiciously that, you know, sometimes we can't even barely move without some help. I understand that totally. You know, Mm -hmm. we we have kids, we have to get through the day. Sometimes we need some help with medications. Absolutely, if that's what you Mm -hmm. need to do. But also in the sense of I'm using this to just kind of get myself through so I can get to the place of, okay, how can I work with this? What is the Mm -hmm. pain trying to tell me? What did Mm -hmm. I, did I overdo something again? Am I Mm -hmm. stressed out? Like, you know, have I taken on too much? Am I somebody who tries to do everything for everyone else? You know, you kind of have to ask yourself these questions about your own lifestyle, yourself, the way you are with you, the way you perceive life. And some of us don't want to do that because we just want to make it all only on the physical level. You know, it's Mm -hmm, just a physical mm -hmm. pain and I don't want to have to think about all this other stuff. But if the pain doesn't go away, that's when you might think, oh, well, maybe maybe there's more to it. You know, maybe I need to, to look at these other aspects. And, and it's not about necessarily have to analyze yourself to death, but it's just the sense of how can I be with pain differently? How can I kind of have a conversation with it rather than just trying to beat it up and punch it and, you know, push it away and separate yeah. myself from it? How can I, I love kind that of, you, you know, say that? Yeah. How do I work with yeah. it and not, re- and not resist it? Yeah. And, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I think hard. that it's hard. I'm not saying it isn't. <laughs> it's a hard thing right. to do, you know, to not resist pain. Well, but that's why your book is is out, and that's why your book is here to help guide people. Um, no, it's true because yes. I think I think people really don't know where to start, and so y- your book is has a beautiful yeah. Yeah. message of really it's it's a part of your journey and learning um, how to learn the lessons from that journey or seek the lessons at least it gives you it gives yeah. you a, a different kind of meaning, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's a different way of looking at it. And a lot of it is, you know, the way we, we perceive pain is we perceive it as bad to begin with, an enemy, a mistake. You know, we just mm-hmm. start from that place. So right. so I'm saying, well, what if we kind of backed up and started from a different place? It's mm-hmm. not that we, we love pain. Oh, boy. You know, it's, it's terrible. It can be horrible, 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 mm-hmm. not making mm-hmm. light of it at all. But right. you face it, you say, here it is. It's awful. I don't like it. And how can I work with it? And yeah, what is it trying to tell me? And, yeah. you know, can I have and a the key. conversation with it? And I actually have, yeah, exactly. And it doesn't, yeah. you know, we're not going to say that it's not there or, or it isn't awful. It is. And right. how do we work with that in a way with a little more well-being and grace and positivity? And, and yes, you can even enjoy life while you're in pain, which sounds like a total oxymoron, but a lot of people try to wait until they're out of pain before they start their life again. And for some of us, it may not be tomorrow or the next day or the next day. We have to try to find a a way to be with ourselves, be with our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And then that actually helps relieve the pain. It's sort of a paradox is the less we fight it and the more Mm -hmm. we're with it, not trying to get rid of it almost, but just trying to be with it and work with it and be softer with it and kinder to ourselves and mm-hmm, slow down mm-hmm. a bit and do what we need to do for our bodies and not try to muscle our way through it. It's sort of a paradox that the less we are trying, 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 
actually the, the easier it gets for it to begin to move a little bit and a little bit more and a little bit more. And some mm-hmm. of, you know, I, I can't say that everybody's going to be able to get out of pain completely. I don't know that I can say that. I'm not somebody that says, I have the answer to the, you know, do these five things and you'll be out of pain tomorrow. Nobody can really say that. But we yeah. can talk about how can we be with it differently? How can we make it, you know, how can we find ways to have joy and pleasure and well-being even right. while we're trying to move through this? Yeah. Well, it's de- definitely there's approaches that could help. I mean, when you mentally shift or reframe anything in your life, you know, you you, you could see it with a different lens. It does become something different to you. And if you're only looking Absolutely. at it with one, with one, uh, you know, with one set of glasses on, let's just say, then that's yeah. all, that's all you're going to see. But so to have an open mind and open heart and, and read books like this and listen to, you know, uh, podcasts about this and, you know, open your mind to what else can yeah, I do? Absolutely. It, it does, I think, bring a lot of people relief. And, uh, I, I think just changing your mindset changes everything. I mean, like, I am like, a li- you know, living proof it of does. that. So it's, it's a lot yeah, of this is men- mental as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and changing your mindset, changing your attitude actually has immediate physiological effect. Oh, too. for sure. You breathe differently, yeah. you're relaxed, the blood flows more. So you, so it's all, you know, we always talk about the mind-body thing, but we haven't quite, you know, quite we don't quite believe it. It's really true. We are all connected, mm-hmm. you know, our spirit, our mind, mm-hmm. our emotions, our body, we all our live thoughts. in the one same place. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. and they all interact with each other and so attitude, belief uh, the way mm-hmm. we feel about ourselves, the way we feel about the pain, the way we feel about our journey, all of that affects how we can heal, how quickly we can heal, how much we can move through it. And, um, yeah, it's all one package in a way. Yeah, I mean, there's, I, you know, I, I, I'm lucky enough to work at, at centers for these past this past decade myself. And so I've come across a lot of great healers. And, and I know, you know, insurance these days does cover um, chiropractors, acupuncture, physical therapy, you know, I mean, there's just different depending on what your issue is, but, um, even breath yeah. work, you know, I know someone that had chronic migraines uh-huh. with, with working with a breath work teacher has really begin to less get, get rid of them or they come less and less and less. Yeah. But I think, I think that's, you know, a lot to do with, um, the willingness to learn new techniques and things like that. And, you know, it's not, and like you said, like there is, there is some, issues with having the funds to do all of this. And at the same time with technology these days and you know, lots on YouTube, you could learn how to do a lot of things for yeah, free. You can find things. Yeah. Right. So I just think it's, it's good to encourage people to that there is more out there than you may have heard of at this point, you know? Yeah. And to start, you can start simple. I have a lot of very, very simple things in my book that has to do yeah. with breath and awareness. And, yeah. and, you know, sometimes too, the reality is that, that, just getting through the day is about the energy you have. You don't have a whole lot of energy. You know, the idea of going to an appointment somewhere or even, you know, doing something extra is like, oh, when you're in a lot of pain. So, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of cut yourself some slack and just do mm-hmm. simple things, you know, um, mm-hmm. in terms of like working with the breath and just, you know, noticing when you're holding it, when you're mm-hmm. tensing up and just kind of starting to relax a little more. Very, very, very simple things you can do throughout the day to just begin to change things that don't require you to have set aside an hour that you don't have because you've got kids or you've got, you know, or whatever it is right. that's going on. So there's that yeah. too. To just don't wait, you know, you don't have to wait until you have the perfect timing or the perfect whatever. It, it's right. just, it's in work with breath and awareness and meditations in very simple ways 
throughout the day, and that can make a huge difference. And shifting the way you see yourself and the way you see the pain, the way you see how you are with it. And I, you know, I totally agree. That's absolutely, people can be doing things in very, very simple, very easy ways. Yeah, oh, that's both. Make a beautifully profound said. It's true. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Can you, so can you please tell everybody, can they find your book on uh, Amazon? It's called The Pain Companion, where they can find you. Any other information that you can give out? Um, we'd love to know how to get a hold of you. Obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can find the book anywhere, really. It's at all major, it's all booksellers. You can certainly um, would encourage you to to go to your local bookstore and, and get it there. But you can also, if it's, that's not easy to do, you can order it online. Any online bookseller will be able to get it for you. And then my website is www.thepaincompanion.com. So that's easy to remember. Easy. It's the same as the book. <laughs> And yeah. um, I do a and blog you have some, there. That's, yeah, yeah, you have some other books resource. there too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've written some other books, "Living Better While Living with Pain" and other things. And um, I also have a YouTube channel that I make little oh, one-minute awesome. sort of meditations for people in pain, and that's also called the Pain Companion. So we're that's just, great. You can remember that. You can find me somewhere, and I have a lot of resources for people in pain. And I also am very happy to hear from people. If you want to connect, you can contact me through my website. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Sarah Ann Shockley, so much for shedding light on this, you know, very, very real issue. And uh, it's such a pleasure to get to talk to you today. Thanks for coming on. Great to be here. Thank you so much. And thanks to the listeners. Of course. Yeah, you're listening to Rewired Radio on Radio MD. I'm Erica Spiegelman. Thank you all for joining us today and stay well.